0: Welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Today's episode is a really good one. I'm going to be giving you some real practical advice on how to know what you actually want to eat. To somebody who has never struggled with their relationship with food before, you probably won't get this. You can't understand how you just don't know what you want to eat. Why is it so difficult? Why can't you just see what sounds appealing and go for that? The thing is, when you're struggling with binge eating or any eating disorder, or you have dieted for a long time, You forget what you actually like to eat. You forget how to decide. You just don't know how anymore. And if somebody asks you, what's your favorite meal? You have a real trouble choosing because you don't really know what you like to eat anymore. That's how profound eating disorders are. This is what happens when you struggle with any eating disorder or disordered eating It upsets your entire life, especially down to what your food preferences are, what you, and I'm talking to you, not your eating disorder, but what you like to eat. So today I am going to give some advice for how to actually know what you want to eat It's one of those quite technical episodes where I go through several steps. To get the most out of it, you may want to grab a pen and paper so that you can jot down what each of the steps are, and then you can action them after the episode. Before I get started, just my usual disclaimer, please don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. It is for education and informational purposes only and not a substitute for one-to-one professional advice from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. But if you would like for me to be your dietitian, then I am open for taking private clients. We work together on a one-to-one basis to help you stop binging. So if you feel ready for that, don't hesitate, reach out. There's a link in the show notes where you can book a free 15-minute, no-obligation introductory call. All right, so pen and paper at the ready. Let's get into today's topic how to know what you actually want to eat. I'm going to help you know what you want to eat in the moment when the opportunity for a meal or a snack arrives, when you feel hungry, when you know that you need to start thinking about what you're going to eat today. So it, I'm going to be helping you to eat what you want to eat on a daily basis. But in order to do that, We first need to take a step back, look at what your eating habits and eating styles are over the long term. So, the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to write out what your favorite foods are and split these into your favorite meals and your favorite snacks. Write out under those two categories what your favorites are. And if I ask you to notice if you are writing down something because it's a safe food, it's a safe meal, it's something that you know is not too calorific, it's going to fit in with your diet plan, just notice that. But please don't just stick with these safe foods and safe meals. I want you to really think about if there was no consequences if it was not going to change your weight, or change your health, or change anything, what would be your favorite meals and favorite snacks? And it's okay if you are feeling frazzled right now and you're thinking, I don't know what my favorite things are. I have forgotten. That's okay. Pause, breathe, and let me phrase the question this way. If the world was ending this day next week, you have seven days of eating left on this planet. What would you eat? What would you go for? What would your last seven days of eating look like? Don't worry if this doesn't come quickly. It can take time to really think about it. If you need some more help, go on to some local restaurants, go onto their menus and skim through and see if anything hits home with you. If something sounds tasty, Or cast your mind back to the last really delicious, amazing snack that you had. There's no right or wrong to this. Write out as many as you can. But remember to separate them into the two categories. So favorite meals and favorite snacks. Once you are finished with that, then I would like you to start a new list and write out what kind of meals and snacks you make available to you what are the meals and snacks that you buy on a regular basis? What does your shopping list look like? What does your shopping trolley look like when you go to the supermarket? What foods do you usually purchase? What foods do you allow yourself to have? What foods are available to you? And again, separated into meals and snacks. This should be easier to do because you can just go back like what did you eat last week and write out those meals and snacks that you had. Remember you don't have to share this with anybody so be as open and honest with yourself as possible. When you have those two lists you may know what's coming next. I want you to ask yourself are you allowing yourself to have the foods that are in the first list? Do some of the meals that you've written down in the first list, in the favorite foods. Do those feature in the second list, the list of foods that you make available to you. It's okay. There's no right or wrong to this. It's okay if there's none that feature. If It's okay if there's a few. It's okay if they're all there. What I am trying to get you to see is that for whatever reason, are you permitting yourself to have your favorite foods? Are you permitting yourself? Are you making foods accessible to you that you genuinely enjoy? And if not, if you find that on the list of foods that you make available to you, so the second list is foods that are completely different to your favorite foods list, I'd ask you to think about why. Why is that? Is it because what's on your favorite foods list, those foods are too calorific, they're too rich, they're too decadent, they don't fit in with your diet plan? And now here is the big question. Could you make some of the foods on your favorite foods list available to you on a regular basis? Could you incorporate some of them as meals or snacks in your day-to-day life? Is that possible for you? There are lots of reasons why it might not be. Maybe you can't afford the foods that are on your favorite food list, which is so okay. I don't want you to bankrupt yourself by spending a fortune on your favorite foods. Maybe you don't have time to prepare your foods. Maybe you just don't have anywhere where you can go and buy your favorite foods because you only live beside one supermarket and they don't have a very good range. Whatever the reason, it's good to notice why are you not including your favorite foods on a regular basis? So those two lists give us an idea of what foods you're allowing yourself to have on a regular basis, but thinking about it over the long term. Now I want to focus in on the moment. So let's say it's coming up to lunchtime and you're working from home and you are able to make whatever you want for lunch. You've just done the shopping, you've lots of food in, and you can make whatever you want. And now you need to decide what that's going to be. Let's move on to some steps for making a choice in the moment. The first thing I would like you to consider is what quantity of food is appropriate right now? And don't think too much about this. All I'm really asking here is, is this going to be a meal or is this going to be a snack? how do you know if it should be a meal or a snack? Well, a good way to know is how many hours has it been since your last meal? Has it been more than four hours? I would say it's, it's best that you now have another meal. So the first thing to decide is, is this going to be a meal or a snack? The second thing that I want you to consider is what kind of temperature of food am I in the mood for? How does a hot meal sound right now? Does that sound appealing? Maybe not. Maybe you have always grown up with having a hot meal in the evening time. And for lunch, you prefer something either cold or at room temperature. You can delve even further here. Ask yourself, do I want something really icy cold straight from the fridge? Or would I prefer something at room temperature right now? So something neither warm, neither cold. What sounds most appealing right now? Have a real think about it. Temperature is often overlooked but it's very important. For example I just had pizza for lunch today and it was leftover pizza from last night. So I stored it in the fridge overnight and I don't like cold pizza straight from the fridge. I have to heat it back up to normal pizza temperature again. But that might be different for you. Maybe you like your leftover pizza at room temperature. Maybe you think it tastes better that way. Have a real think about it. So now that you've settled on what temperature of food you, you would like and you know if you're going to be having a meal or a snack, the next question is, what kind of texture are you in the mood for? Are you having a stressful day and you would really just like something really comforting right now and you find that the most comforting foods are the ones that you don't have to chew very much? So something like mac and cheese or maybe a soup that doesn't have many chunks in it, like a blended soup. Is that something that you would really like right now? Maybe you're somebody who has to have some texture in their meals or it doesn't feel like a meal. So you may really like having a crunchy bread roll or a salad with really crisp leaves and lots of croutons on it. You really like all that texture. Or maybe you're somebody who likes multiple textures that you find if you're just having one kind of texture, it gets a little bit samey, a little bit boring. It's not as satisfying an experience. So again, mac and cheese is a good example here. It's just the same texture over and over, which is fine. Mac and cheese is great. But if you're somebody who really values texture, then I can see why maybe you would take some mac and cheese and add some bacon chunks to it. So you have that little bit of bite. So now you've looked at the temperature and the texture and another really, really important one, I probably should have put this before temperature, is the taste. Do you fancy something sweet right now or would you prefer something savoury? And it's okay, there's no right or wrong to this. You can absolutely have sweet-based meals. It's okay to have something like a sweet cereal or a bowl of rice pudding, maybe with some chopped apple or nuts in it. Both of those can be made into a really satisfying meal. So asking yourself, what kind of taste am I in the mood for? As you can see here, what I am doing is running through all of the senses, running through what kind of characteristics of food are you really searching for right now? What would really help to satisfy you, to give you a really fulfilling meal experience? If I am confusing the hell out of you right now, I'm really sorry. I understand this is quite technical work. But go back to those lists that you did at the beginning. Go back to that very first list of your favorite foods. And if you're feeling totally confused about what you would like to eat right now, run through that list and pick out which one appeals the most to you right now. And then as much as you possibly can, make some kind of version of that meal. I know it might not always be possible to have your favorite foods to hand, But maybe you can make some kind of substitute, some kind of similar meal when you can't have exactly your favorite. So, to run through again, you're going to write out your list of your favorite foods, separating them into meals and snacks, and then a list of the foods that you make available to you, also separating them into meals and snacks, and ask yourself why are your favorite foods not on the foods that you make available to you list? Following that, when you are choosing a meal or snack in the moment, you're going to look at what quantity of food that you would like. So should it be a meal or a snack? You're going to look at your taste preference, if you'd prefer something sweet or savory or salty. And then the other senses, temperature and texture. There's a message I really want to reiterate here. Even if you follow all of these steps perfectly, and you still end up having a meal or a snack experience that really didn't do it for you. It was a total letdown. You didn't like it. You didn't enjoy it. It was really unsatisfying. And now you're annoyed. I just want to say that's okay. You know why it's okay? Because you are going to get the opportunity to have another meal or snack again pretty soon. When you allow yourself to eat regularly, when you permit yourself to have regular meals and snacks, something amazing happens where you don't get too hung up on having one or two bad experiences with food because the next one is only around the corner. When you're on a diet or when you're watching your weight, if you plan to have one of your favorite meals and it turns out to be a letdown, a Was a horrible experience. Maybe you went to a restaurant, they didn't cook it properly. Then you can get really frustrated. You can be really, really annoyed at that because that was your one chance to have that meal. And who knows when you're going to have the chance again. The same thing is not at play here. You are going to get the chance to eat very soon because you are now giving yourself full permission to eat now. That's what makes this different to being on a diet or being on some other regimen. I hope this episode was helpful in helping you decide what you actually want to eat. I only really covered the tip of the iceberg today. There is a lot of stuff behind this. There's a lot more theory and tips and steps to help you choose satisfying meal and snacks experiences for the most part. If you would like to know more, remember that you can work with me on a one-to-one basis where we will talk all about you and all about your preferences for meals and snacks. So if you feel ready for that, check out a link in the show notes where you can book a free 15-minute no-obligation introduction. All right, best of luck with the steps in today's episode. I will see you soon, but until then, take care of yourself.